2: How you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, good. How was the Soul Cycle?
0: It was good. We have to wear masks in there now, so
2: how's that even possible? Oh god, that it seems like insane.
0: Yeah, I know, and I can like already feel the like zits coming through from like my chin from like the sweat just being pushed back into my skin.
2: Wait, I need I need to talk to you about that on the pod. Um, <laughs> oh wait, well, I actually gotta ask your opinion on something. I'm um, so I talked to like a distributor uh, a cast that puts like ads and things and stuff. And like, they do like Danny and Laura's podcast and all this. And they're, they're interested in potentially working with me and, but they, they want me to go to a, um, they want me to split it up into daily podcasts, you know, instead of like one large, like five hour one, you know, I mean, which is, I mean, obviously the ideas crossed my mind before and I've talked about it with a bunch of people, but what do you, what do you think about that?
0: I mean, how much work is like, how much more work is it for you?
2: I mean, it's, it's in a way it's less work, you know, because what I would just do then is start aiming for like, you know, like this one would be one episode of the week. And then like, say I interview Danny, that's one episode for the week. And then let's say I do like my parents and some comedy bits. That's one episode for the week. Then I interview somebody else. That's one episode, you know? So it's the same thing I'm doing already. I would just be splitting it up into, you know, and the people that really love the long pods could just wait until Saturday and listen to all of them, you know, if they wanted yeah, to do Yeah, there's
0: still a way to like binge them.
2: Yeah, because I mean, the thing is, is that advertisers go by weekly numbers. And so right now my numbers are good, but I could potentially like, you know, times my number by four within like a week of doing this, which would then, you know, make ads more attractive on the pod because I'm getting, like, a higher weekly uh, weekly number.
0: I like that. Would there be, like, a quick turnaround on recaps, or would you keep the recaps just on Patreon?
2: No. Uh, well, I mean, some of the like, – like, the Southern Charm and, like, Salt Lake, I think, would be on the main pod, and maybe if there was, like, something – I mean, Atlanta is going to be on the main pod probably, but then some of the other ones will be I, – I, I mean – I haven't really fully thought that out, but there would be a couple like recaps on the the main thing like I do now, like, you know, like Southern Charm would probably remain on there. Atlanta will probably remain Salt Lake. You know, I'm not I haven't fully thought it out, but that's what their recommendation to me was. And I just didn't know what what you thought about that.
0: I like it. I mean, because I feel like I do finish your podcast in like two days. So then I'm like, oh, I have like five more days. Oh, for real? Like out again. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I didn't. I I feel
0: like like at the beginning of the pandemic, I was listening to podcasts like way less because I wasn't driving anywhere. Yeah. But now I'm still like not driving a lot, but I'll like if I'm like cooking dinner or something, like I'll listen to them then like anytime where I like, need something that's not music, you
2: know? Yeah. Well, I mean, so, I mean, basically it it might anger the people that want to hear five hours all at once, you know, like, so that it might, you know, and I know a lot of people are passionate about that format, but it really wouldn't change that much except that, I mean, it's, it's just that potentially I'm losing a lot of people because of it. You know, like people see that like they get intimidated by the the length of it or something and they're like, oh, that's not for me. And you have to really train people to listen to it. And the kind of thing is like moving forward and selling ads and stuff like that. And it's something I'm definitely wanting to do because right now I'm putting so much work in for this. And it's like, I don't know, it just doesn't. I mean, this would actually also be able to leave me like if something happens on, you know, breaking news on Thursday, I can immediately put it in the pot on Friday, you know?
0: Yeah, that's true. It's would just it that, be intimidating for people that are like, "Oh, like the last episode I listened to was Tuesday"? Like, do I need to catch up? No,
2: in that in that sense, yeah, I, I don't would. I be would, like any. I, no. So in that sense, it would change even in the description of it. So the description would be like Southern Charm recap with Emily Clayton plus Max Eric and Demi Lovato. You know, like that kind of thing. So the title would tell you immediately what it is. So it wouldn't be like a continuation. It'd be like, well, this is what this one is. This next pod has my parents and a Salt Lake recap, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. You're not doing like a cereal.
2: No. I mean Yeah. It's not like, you know, you have to like, no, but I mean, like I wouldn't, I'd be aware of, you know, also I know a lot of people like, you know, it's very me centric. So like, you know, it wouldn't change with, you know, my stories or anything like that. It's just that this is what that a couple of people, had, I mean, I've heard this for so long, but. When I had the meeting with the the lady from ACAST, she was just like, you really are, you know, you know, it's like, it's great and it's amazing. But, you know, if you want to get to the next level, you got to really think about this, you know, and just you are a lot of people love this. But at the same time, you are losing a lot of just average listeners, you know?
0: Yeah, which does make sense.
2: But I don't know. I'm, yeah, like, I'm like, I'm I'm worried what too. Be, put out. Uh, they I think they put out daily. Okay. And that's the thing. It's like, and but you know, all I'm, you know, it's like you. If you subscribe, that's awesome. And like, you can pick and choose what you like, like you do on the podcast now. You know, it's like, oh, this one interests me. This one doesn't. You know,
0: yeah, it's a lot more of a digestible format.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I guess I'm personally worried about like, oh, does it leave like lose some of the magic? But I think. The magic is like, well, you know, you hear me get like exhausted halfway through or you hear, you know, like, or I'm up all night editing something when I can actually start planning ahead, you know?
0: Yeah, that's true. And I mean, you always could still do like a big long one for 75 or 100 or you know yeah oh totally yeah oh god
2: well and that's the thing too is that like you know say our recap went uh you know it won't but it would say our recap went two and a half hours i'd put that out you know yeah like those are there. There's still going to be long interviews and stuff stuff like that it's just going to be you know just i don't know it just it would it would actually just kind of quadruple my weekly numbers which is what i'm trying to do so i can actually make money off of this
0: then i think you have your answer
2: yeah, I know. I just like – I just also am just worried about like losing what like is kind of what could potentially be magical about the podcast. And I, I think that hopefully what's magical is that – I'm, I'm using the wrong word, magical. But hopefully what's good about the podcast at the end of the day is is me and my sense of humor, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's not going to change.
2: No, unless something completely goes weird, you know. But I mean yeah. I don't, I don't, you don't see my – don't have
0: any brain injuries or anything. Yeah,
2: yeah. That is just totally <laughs> – Oh, wait, by the way, you're actually, are you scrunching up against the mic? I'm hearing a lot of, like, weird sounds. Yeah, hold on. Okay. Yeah, I have
0: my hoodie
2: on. Okay, not better. Okay, cool. Just, like, the brushing up against the mic, you can weirdly hear it. Um, uh, Okay, well, yeah, I I mean, I haven't made a full decision yet, but it's, like, something that, because I really am wanting to move forward, and, you know, the selling people on the long-form podcast is just, it just gets hard, you know?
0: For sure. Do you think this would be like, you would start beginning of next year or would you start doing it like immediately?
2: Well, I mean, she was saying do it sooner rather than later. I would love to start in January, but you know, part is like, well, maybe I should just start doing it, you know, in the next, like, like two weeks from now, you know, and, and kind of just start before the new year just to get that rolling. And, and, uh, but I don't know, I haven't, I haven't fully made up my mind about it. You know?
0: Yeah, I feel like January is just an easy time to start. It will be here before we know it.
2: Yeah, that is true. Yeah. And I just, I just don't want to. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. So I'm, uh, that's what's happening. So I mean, I, I just wanted to get your opinion because I, I think you listen, you know, here and there. So I, I just didn't know because I don't think I, it I really. Listen. It I really... listen
0: to everything but my own
2: voice. <laughs> perfect. Okay. Perfect. Um, oh my <laughs> the god. The
0: recaps of the shows I'm not watching.
2: So. Oh my god! Somebody went after the girl that I did the recap with Potomac on, and and was said they really didn't like her, and I was like, Jesus, why? Like, uh, they said they didn't like her opinions on Candace, and like, but it was just like who calls somebody out? (laughs) You know, like she's doing this for free. I just like, it's so weird. And for fun. (laughs) I know. It's like, I was just like, how do I delete this comment? I'm like, this is so rude. Um, okay. Um, okay. So you watched this week, right? I did. Okay. And of course we'll talk about other stuff before we get into it. Okay. 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 You ready? Yes. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. You guys welcome to an all new episode of so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. Uh, we cover Southern charm on this uh on this episode uh we do the re- weekly recaps on this fascinating series that is now delve delved into coronavirus mixed with a bunch of frat guys and uh even this week we got to see a rolled up uh uh I think like a dollar bill or a receipt that is usually you know allegedly known for sniffing cocaine with so you know it's a good episode uh but I have one of my really good friends uh you might not know her if you if you subscribe to the patreon you definitely know her but Uh, she is one of my really good friends that I met, uh, through the internet, which is the only way you make good friends nowadays. But, uh, I am on a text, uh, thread with her and our other friend, Rebecca. And we, we, uh, we, it's weird. You just have those text thread relationships now, but I, I really consider her a very close friend because she's amazing. So Emily Clayton, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks for having me. Glad yeah. to be on the on the real podcast. Yeah,
2: wait, did you 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 worked your way up? That's uh, I did. Don't hey, don't blow this, Emily. Yeah, don't blow <laughs> exactly. this. Exactly. <laughs> um, Emily just said uh, she went to SoulCycle today, and they wear the masks to be safe and they socially distance. And so, like, you know, how, how is that wearing a mask when you're working out that intensely?
0: I'm already very sweaty all the time and. <laughs> just really adds to it and I think the thank god we're wearing these masks all the time because so no one can see all the acne that I'm getting from yeah this whole cycle and ask
2: I have a beard that covers up my acne so like I've I mean I suggest if this doesn't work for you you can grow a beard as well after mask season if it ever ends
0: I'm going to try my best.
2: Um, so today we actually got the Grammy nominations as well. And I needed to ask you about this because uh, you guys, Emily is in love. Emily's in love with The Weekend. Um, the W-E-E-K-N-D, not the actual weekend, which is Friday <laughs> and Saturday. Um, he was snubbed at the Grammys. No nominations at all. I was shocked. I, I w- was just
0: scrolling <laughs> through. Because,
2: okay, what-
0: like, are you familiar with the song What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow?
2: no emily i'm not familiar with what's popping by jack
0: i mean i mean like that getting a nomination and the weekend getting nothing come on what's popping
2: gets a nomination and the weekend gets nothing are you crazy i know um maybe it's because they're scared he's going to show up with that stupid character he's doing where it looks like he's beat up all the time
0: He's, uh, I think, playing this out, like, a little too long. Yeah,
2: like, it's like, okay, man, we get it, you want to be an artist like other people, but, like, half the people think you really got beat up. Like, half the people don't even know you're doing a character, you know?
0: Yeah, it's not, you know, he hasn't explained it well, but I think that's still kind of his uh, brand, if you will, these, you know, different genres that he goes into, but.
2: Explain more about his different genres, Emily. <laughs> Well, I feel like
0: every single album does have a little bit of a different sound to it.
2: I always say it's like Nine Inch Nails mixed with Motown. Like, it's like weird. It's like kind of like R&B, but then there's like a metal element to it. It's like industrial in a way.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it has... I mean, his earlier stuff was pretty dark sounding, you know? Yeah. Uh, I saw this tweet, and I'll have to find it, but it was like the weekend... The weekend makes a uh, spooky strip club music.
2: Yeah, I mean, yes. If, by the way, have you ever <laughs> <laughs>
0: the best way to describe? Uh, the
2: Weeknd. <laughs> have you ever found uh, stripper Twitter where uh, you know it's just strippers that that tweet? But like you'll you'll like somebody led me down that path, and like they like strippers. A lot of strippers tweeted like back when I saw, found this. Like they were all tweeting about Drake. Like Drake was the best music to strip to at a strip club, and I feel like the weekend's in there too now. Right?
0: Yeah, I would think so. Definitely pretty melodic. I'm on a stripper TikTok, so Wait. I do see some of the content that way.
2: So, TikTok, uh, this has been explained to me now this year, is that you can kind of unlock or uncover like none TikTok or uh, school TikTok. And it's basically TikTok for that certain kind of genre. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I found prisoners that use TikTok.
0: Yeah, because I'm sure there'll be lawsuits about it later. But this al- this TikTok algorithm, like, pretty much knows everything about you.
2: I was you watching a uh, 60 if minutes. If you
0: like, yeah, like if you like uh, traveling, or if you like cooking, or if you like dancing, or music, or whatever, like they will find what you like pretty quickly. Oh
2: my God, do you think I'll, I'll unlock lane and bed TikTok?
0: Possibly.
2: Laying in bed and just staring <laughs> at the ceiling and misery TikTok. Um they no, but you were like I was watching the sixty minutes piece on TikTok, and it really is like their algorithm is so unique, and that's why like the Chinese government won't sell it to America. The algorithm, because it's so unique and it truly does pick up at, like the AI is frightening how it can predict what we want what we need what we would like um and that's just that's insanity like i mean do do we really want to keep this going like this is going to end badly
0: i know and i think it's like shot my attention span to hell
2: Because now my
0: attention span is 60 seconds, which is the longest a TikTok can go.
2: Oh, God. It's shocking that I do five- It was already (laughs)
0: bad before.
2: It's shocking that I do five-hour podcasts, and I cannot- Like, I can barely watch Bravo shows now. I'm like, this is so slow. Um, (laughs) Me
0: too. I can do, like, one one 40-minute episode a night. And that's about- But I did binge all of Salt Lake over the weekend, so that was bingeable for me,
2: but- how was it? Did you enjoy that binge? I love
0: it. I'm obsessed with it now.
2: Yeah, it really is. Really, I really did not everybody's just hype. I don't think it's just hype. It's really great. But um Elon Musk is like has like this thing that he's trying to do where it's kind of like a a brain chip that would like download your brain and kind of give you access. Like, imagine like we could have our laptop in our head. Would like people are like well that's against god and that's that and i'm like i would sign up for it immediately (laughs) like i mean you i'd be like install it right now because i feel like i am running out of memory sometimes i find it hard to remember like certain people's names from these reality shows that like i used to remember like at the drop of a hat like i would love a computer in my head that i could just reference real quick of like oh uh you know uh, PK lost a lot of money last year to a gambler. You know, like, I wish I could have that kind of recall. And they're saying they could build an addition to our brain.
0: Well, that I would want, but, like, only of useless pop culture information.
2: Oh, so you wouldn't want it to, like, help math, you with... yeah?
0: No math, no science, nothing that I already have forgotten from school.
2: But, like, imagine that if we're all walking around like if like geniuses and then the people that don't have, like, the, the brain chip are just, like... Extra dumb, like it just—it would really would really make things a little bit more different, or <laughs> maybe a little bit more worse than they already are.
0: Correct, but I'd love to know what his uh, timeline on this is. But
2: why do you need it sooner rather why, than I'm later?
0: Like, I mean, I I would want other people to go through maybe the first beta testing.
2: <laughs> okay, so you're not signing <laughs> up. You're not signing up immediately. You want to see how it works.
0: Correct. He is building a um, underground tunnel system.
2: Yeah, uh, in Las
0: Vegas. So.
2: And by the way, his him and his relationship with Grimes, the musician, who actually, by the way, is no longer Grimes. She changed her name to a bunch of symbols, like their baby. And, Are
0: they
2: together still? Yeah, they're supposedly together, but like you're like. Well, obviously, and some people just like to rub their weirdness in, in your face. And I like Grimes's music, I do. But, like, sometimes it's like, we get it, you're the weird one, like, so weird, it's so impressive, how weird you are. And, at this, certain, like, at a certain time, you're like, nobody's inviting you over to Thanksgiving dinner. You know, like, nobody wants you there because you know you're going to be, like, you're like, oh, Grimes is here being weird. She's, you know, throwing bread at the ceiling. Like, you know, she'd just probably do weird shit.
0: For sure, and she'd be the one that like has to be like, well, I'm a vegan, dairy free. Oh, yes,
2: like like,
0: and uh, you and gluten free, and you didn't accommodate me. Yeah, or Like, like that would be, she would be that Thanksgiving guest.
2: Or like, I only eat knowledge. You know. Yeah. And you'd be um, like,
0: can you pass the,
2: the stuffing? <laughs> that's what I do think about that of like, you know, how we think about relationships aren't necessarily how like, you know, like rich people and relationships are completely different than like I'm used to relationships where you just sit on a couch and you binge watch TV shows together and you eat Food together, and sometimes you grunt or so. You know, it's not like, and these these relationships are like they barely see each other, and when they do, it's like this like fantastical thing that involves jets and yachts and like weird names, and you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like they don't have a concept of what act like what most of us go through in our normal relationships.
0: Correct. I mean, they're definitely like a Kim and Kanye to me in that sense of like it's obvious they don't spend a lot of time together.
2: Yeah, and like they just. And well, with Kim and Kanye, the amount of the the gifts, like you know, the one upping on the gifts, it's like
0: so fucking like what do you but need I don't at like, this point? I don't like, like gifts freak me out sometimes. So, wait, what do you mean? I get like I don't. know It's intimidated. The word I'm looking for. Like I don't like opening gifts in front of people. Why? Like when we were like little. I don't know. I would just rather do it in private. I don't. I have a resting bitch face all the time, so I don't want people to think I'm like not grateful. <laughs>
2: So you'll like open a gift and then you'll pause with it and you won't be smiling at all. And you'll just sit there and look at it.
0: I think when I was, I'll have to like, see if I can find some like old photos of, of me, like not looking happy on Christmas.
2: Oh my God. So we used to be able to open one Christmas gift on Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve, me and my sister. And I remember my sister got like, an asked for a cabbage patch kid, which were like the big things back in the like eighties or something. And, uh, she got she got one, but she got one with like dressed up like a Casey Royals baseball player. And my grandma had gotten it for, her, and that was not the one she wanted. So my sister threw a shit fit and like just like ah, ah, you know. And I was like, and I was always the one like begging like Kara, please do not do this. Like please, like you're ruining Christmas Eve. You know, because like I was always the one that was like really even keeled. So then I had to open my gift and act like I was like even more excited to try to balance out her, you know, her sadness. And it was just like I was just like. You don't doesn't people know to lie about gifts whether you like them or not? It's like the easiest thing. Just lie about it.
0: Exactly. What did you get that year?
2: A, a GI Joe train set. Oh, that's cool. I, I mean it was cool. Yeah, you know, it was totally cool. I mean like I remember like the things about Christmas I remember like I remember like once I did know Santa guys spoiler alert too if <laughs> just if the kids are listening get the kids out of the car, just throw them out. I stop and then throw them out. Okay, 5 four three two one when i found out santa claus wasn't real so like after that i felt like i was in on it with my mom and dad like like because my sister still thought santa claus was real so i was like always it was always like a big wink wink (laughs) you know but i remember like i could never fall asleep on christmas eve and then my i remember like staying up and like heard my mom was like started rustling around bringing down the gifts and i remember going out and seeing that she had got me some like Something that I'd wanted. It was probably like a transformer or some shit. And then, but I remember going, um, are you, that, I, is that the right one that I had asked for with the addition with the wings? You know, like I was like very specific, <laughs> like, cause then I was worried about, was it the specific one? Like, did she get it right? You know, I couldn't, were you the person that like would like snoop for your gifts?
0: Yeah, for sure. And I would always kind of know where my parents would hide them. Yeah. Like it wasn't never. It was just like in the like office closet, like just on the top shelf. Oh wow! And I was, I'm always tall. I like I've always been tall, so it's like I could always kind of peek. <laughs> but when I was um like still in that like Santa believing age, uh, we would always leave alcohol out for Santa. Never milk. So, like, Santa always would get, like, a glass of brandy or maybe a beer or maybe some spiked eggnog or some champagne. So, we'd never left milk out for Santa. And then all my friends were like, oh, we always leave milk out. like, okay. That's, like, when it clicked for me. I'm like, okay, maybe my parents are Santa. Yeah. They don't drink milk, but they'll drink the brandy.
2: That's so weird. Like, I feel like that's, like, that's kind of like a they kind of screwed themselves. Like they shouldn't have done that. Like, it's like, if I left out, like, you know, if I left like out, like Bravo TV on like Santa loves Bravo TV, my <laughs> kids that I don't have would be like, I wonder if it's dad that Santa, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, this, exactly.
0: Um, Cause everybody else's parents say Santa loves ESPN or Santa loves, the Peanuts Christmas special. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Santa. Poor Santa. Like it just ends up having the worst taste ever because of our personal tastes. Um Well,
0: you saw Dr. Fauci had to come out and say Santa is not spreading the coronavirus this Christmas. <laughs> I
2: love I love that there's gonna be a mass debate over Santa. Santa, you feel free not to wear a mask. Yes. Freedom, Santa. Um yeah, exactly. I got busted one time because I was a big snooper of gifts, and I found I found a I didn't even ask for this, but I found one of those multicolored pins, you know, where it was like 30 pins in one pin and you could like push it down and get like pink or push it down and get blue, that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And then I like, saw it. And then in a conversation with my mom, I go, mom, do you know what I want? I want a huge multicolored pin because <laughs> I thought it would make her feel good that she got it right. And she's like, damn you. I know you looked. I know you looked like, and she like totally bucks. Like I just blew it. I went too specific.
0: <laughs> you tried though.
2: Yeah, I tried because I was like, I want to make her feel good about this purchase that I didn't ask for, you know?
0: I know because I would always get like the stockings is always like practical stuff. That was what my family always did. So if it was like uh, socks or, you know, school supplies, that's where it went.
2: Oh, yeah. Like I still like I to this day, I probably will get uh, underwear and socks. Like yeah, you know, so, like that was. Is a great gift. It, I mean, you do. I, I gotta say, you do appreciate it as you get older. Like no joke. Like I used to really hate that gift, and my dad would always be like, "That's all I got. That's all I got for Christmas was that." You know, and I was like, "Okay, calm, calm down." <laughs> that's um, okay, but that's
0: yeah, you. yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> that's on you, man. Um, also, where I was this, and this is <laughs> this is so sad. I think I talked about this somewhere, but like up until a couple years ago, I was still under the I. Still, would not let I would not let my parents put out Christmas gifts until I went to bed on Christmas Eve.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't let my family decorate until after my birthday, so I'm right. There oh yeah, you. when's your birthday? December tenth.
2: Oh,
0: so this is the point. This is the point no where I Christmas say you... shit in the house until December eleventh.
2: Oh wow, you're that's like ten big days of no crit. Like that's like prime. Christmas time that they're not having decorations up for just because of you.
0: Yeah, I know, but we always did real trees. So you can't really get a real tree until probably ten days before.
2: You're just making excuses to make yourself feel better, right now.
0: No, but I love real. I like the real tree. Do they
2: still? Do they still? Do they still do, they still do that? Even though you're moved out? No. They put. Them <laughs> I don't <laughs> think
0: either one will decorate for Christmas this year. I'll decorate, but.
2: Uh, So you're in Vegas uh, uh, and what is your Thanksgiving plans? Because I know you're, you're, you know, you have two parents there uh, and I know we're in a pandemic. So what are your plans for Thanksgiving?
0: So I'm just going to my dad's house on Thursday and then going to my mom's house on Friday. But Thanksgiving and our family has always been pretty low key. It's always kind of just been more about watching football and eating dinner at 3 p.m. instead of 7 p.m.
2: Like, I was thinking, like, I don't watch sports, but I was like, I probably could deal with, like, a sports family if, like, because I could just be on my phone the whole time, you know?
0: Yeah, and the good thing about Thanksgiving is that it's, like, on all day, so it's just, like, a good, like...
2: It's, like, background.
0: Background noise. And then if somebody gets excited,
2: you look up, and you're like, oh, wow, that was so close.
0: Yeah, and it's, like, I don't know if they're still going to do it this year, but during halftime of all the games... They always have, like, somebody do a song, like a performer. I guess that's who does songs. So I don't know (laughs) if they're going to do that this year. But, like, the the Cowboys and the Lions always play home games on Thanksgiving. So, like, last year the Lions had Big Sean. Oh,
2: he used to date Ariana Grande.
0: Yes, yeah.
2: That's how I know rappers. Uh, (laughs) He used to date this person I know.
0: Well, The weekend also used to allegedly uh, sleep with Ariana Grande when she was with Big Sean.
2: Wait, what'd you just say?
0: You didn't know that? No. I haven't sent you down this Reddit rabbit hole.
2: No, in fact, I just joined. I mean, I it turns out I was a member of Reddit, but I didn't know it from like seven years ago because I was trying to find information on LCD sound system, but I never used it. And now I just started up again last week. And it's like I got on and then I was like immediately scared. So I got back off. <laughs>
0: So are you you know the song "The Hills" by The Weekend.
2: Yes, yes, of course. Yeah, one of
0: obviously one of his biggest hits. Um, so I'll send it to you. But there's a whole Reddit thread about how it's allegedly about um his quote unquote affair with Ariana Grande.
2: Man, like so the weekend really got around. Like he is Selena Gomez, Ariana, Hadid,
0: Bella. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like he really. Do you ever wonder if they you know like I wonder if this about the Kardashians too of like like did. Like, what if they, like, meet like meet a nice accountant or, like, a, a lawyer? Lo- you know, like, does anybody else have a shot, or do they have to be someone that w- could be in Us Weekly?
0: I don't think so. Wasn't it Kardashian's, like, last season maybe where they were out, like –
2: oh yeah big the five or yeah, something the big, and well like, that was like so set up chris jenner was with mj her mom and they're like at a big five sporting goods store and they were going up to employees i'm like yeah because chloe's gonna date the guy the the clerk at big five like it was yeah, exactly. i hate when kardashian set shit up like that.
0: like 17 <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like,
2: like, and, like and, high school college job and mj's walking up to everybody with her phone like e, my daughter my granddaughter chloe you know which, by the way, I would have loved to have seen MJ. Uh, like, like, I would love a Bachelorette-style show with MJ. Like, MJ of love. And it's just with, like, older men and her going on dates with them.
0: Well, I think this was, like, I don't really watch The Bachelor of the Bachelorette. I can't get into it. But I'll always watch, like, the first episode because it's so ridiculous. This was pre-pandemic, though. The, you know how sometimes they'll do, like, if you're interested in participating, like, apply online. They were yeah. They were doing one that's, like, if you're... 55 and older, 65 and older or something, please apply. But I don't know if anything would ever come of
2: that. God, wouldn't it be amazing if Scott Disick did one too and it was like, if you're 19 or younger, please apply.
0: <laughs> if you're a freshman in college. Well, do, do you have a age restriction
2: on who you would date?
0: I don't think I would date anyone younger than me.
2: Unless somebody special came along with a really Unless good personality.
0: Someone... <laughs> so... And a lot of money. Wait, so you're
2: in Vegas, so you've probably brushed like – Uh, hobnob with like you know celebs here and there and sports people have you ever dated or or been close to hooking up with anybody uh of note
0: no unfortunately
2: nothing nothing even close like Like, nothing like i was on stage and he you know the weekend locked eyes with me and and you know i just knew
0: i've definitely been to like my fair amount of after parties with various djs and oh yeah
2: djs too djs
0: d list celebrities yeah. <laughs> um but never never close to like sealing the deal but i don't think i don't think i could I'm not a one night stand kind of gal
2: i know i love that about you emily i, I know i think that's amazing and i didn't mean to suggest you even were but like you know i just know i, I didn't mean you like uh, anyways what's the worst pickup line you've ever gotten
0: the I've ever uh, literally, anytime the hard part about Vegas is obviously like people don't think people live here,
2: yeah. So
0: it's usually like, Where are you from? <laughs>
2: like, <that kind laughs> of, that kind of. um, like, I
0: live here, or like if you depending on how crazy you want to get, if you can get all your girlfriends involved that you're going out with and you can fake some wild story about where you're from or where you, what you guys are doing in Vegas, that's a fun thing to do once the pandemic's over.
2: (laughs) I love that all of our stories are like, uh, this was pre-pandemic or when the pandemic's over, or I love (laughs) we're just in this like really nebulous time that like we do not know how to really talk about it or qualify it or whatever. But um, so nobody's ever like- like,
0: I'm sure like you'll see like Instagrams or TikToks or um, posts or YouTube videos of like, this was filmed pre-pandemic. oh my God. or like just, or like the Instagram captions like just took masks off for this pic. <laughs>
2: yeah, totally. No, I totally do that myself. I'll be like, this was not anywhere near this time period, or like there was nobody around me. Like this, this, we are very
0: <laughs> throwback to 2019.
2: <laughs> or like I, I posted something about Ben Affleck today, or saying you can survive the holidays, you know, with your family, and then people were like, well, with without you mean, and I'm like, yeah, it works either way. Like you know, I'm hanging with my family, and there's are two people, you know, so it's gonna be three of us you know
0: yeah exactly which by and the way i'm like, so annoyed
2: at my parents like came, are coming all the way like this is why I was, I was i mean i don't think they listen so i'm but i was kind of bummed because or not bummed but i was upset at them because they rented like a place in hermosa like an airbnb just so they could get out of their house and they don't want to go anywhere they just want to be in a new house and then <laughs> i'm going to be there you know like that's just is it's it like, on
0: the beach or anything
2: what's that is it on the beach? No, it's not even on the beach. Like, it's not even like, I mean, they were just like, no, nah, it's affordable. And I'm like, why? What is going? Like, they're just so cooped up. And I'm just like, this is where, like, I mean, I I didn't sit, but I'm like, this is where it gets you when you, you know, like, and they do. And I'm like, and I kept sending them messages like, mom, dad, like, there's no restaurants open, you know, there's no, and they're like, that'll be fine. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, we'll just sit and look at each other. Like, we did <laughs> at your place when I was there, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a lot of takeout or hopefully the Airbnb has like pots and pans.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, so I mean, it just it confuses me so much. Sorry. What were you saying before that? I th- I interrupted you.
0: Now I can't remember. Ugh, so.
2: Damn, Ryan.
0: <laughs> don't worry.
2: Somebody left me a review. <laughs> Some... that
0: attention span is just.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. So I usually don't read the reviews, but I have this like the the hosting service I'm in. They send you an email every Monday and they'll like send you like um uh, your reviews for the week. And I, I tr- tr- tried to like, really not look at it, but I, uh, it opened up and there was immediately a three-star one instead of a five-star one. And so that got my attention. Cause it's not, but it's usually, you know, I don't usually see, uh, usually it's five stars, you know, like, so I don't really, then I saw three stars. So I was like, I gotta read this. And, uh, which was a mistake. They were like, um, this guy talks way too much about himself. And, uh, and then what it was, and, 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 also uses foul language and interrupts his guests. And I was like, I, I agree with the interrupting of my guests. I agree with the cursing. I do curse a lot. And, but I can't like the whole thing. I was like, I can't apologize for talking about myself. And like, then I was like, should I talk about myself last? Should I like, it's so confusing. Cause you're like, well, at the end of the day, this, oh no. And then the last line was, Um, but other than that, this would have been a five-star podcast. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm so confused. It's like, wait, so I should, I definitely need to work on not interrupting people. That's a great note. I could dial back the cursing a little bit, but I don't know if that's genuine. And, um, and, but I don't know if I can just stop talking about myself nor, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, what a weird, like, I just overall, I'm like, well, isn't this review? mainly to the person who wrote it, like showing you that like you should listen to something else.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Like, Yeah. <laughs> and again,
0: It's your podcast. So well, yeah, but then, to talk about but, then,
2: but then I was like, God damn Ryan talking about yourself again. How dare I, I, you? You know,
0: I know maybe you shouldn't have so many good, interesting stories. You should have lived a more boring life for this moment later on.
2: Yeah. Well, that's going to be the next one. Like these are boring stories about your life, you know? <laughs> um, Sorry. So I, sorry, that was a quick detour, guys. A 40 minute detour where Emily's like, well, are we going to talk about Southern Charm? <laughs> um, Southern Charm. Can we talk
0: about Salt Lake?
2: Yeah. We, like, like Salt Lake, I just, I mean, what are you going to say about perfection, you know?
0: I am so obsessed with it. I think it's such a breath of fresh air. I love that it, it reminds me of early Orange County because they're all friends or they seem like they're friends. And this season on Orange County, it's like they just picked. Six names out of a hat and we're like okay hang out
2: yeah I mean that's what I think that really works about this show and I keep saying it's just casting 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 like this actually works like and it shows that if you put the time and energy into it you can actually come up with amazing things if you start with a cast that actually knows each other
0: yeah and I'm sure eventually it'll get to be where they have to throw new people in but but it's yeah. like the Heather and Lisa like knew each other in college or maybe not you know, or yeah,
2: but even that argument length. is well, great. Kind of even there's
0: like deeply rooted uh, issues,
2: but the Heather and that Lisa is. argument is the Heather and Lisa argument is fascinating because it's an argument about how well do we know each other? You know?
0: Yeah. And it's like the, I assume they went to BYU, right? Yeah. Yeah. they, yeah, they,
2: they Those BYU. who went to BYU. And yeah.
0: if, yeah. And if one of them was showing their boobs
2: be why. <laughs> yeah because uh you guys Lisa if you haven't seen it already Lisa calls Heather a good time girl which is just like a great like that's like that has got to be working its way back and I think a lot of people
0: oh I hope people call me a good time girl <laughs> I,
2: well I well I don't know if you are Emily I don't know if you are a good time girl but I, what I like is that everybody goes with the huge phrase from the first episode of you smell like hospital and when people are like just Forgetting about Good Time Girl, which is just as good as uh, You Smell Like Hospital.
0: I know. And, and You Smell Like Hospital is so, like, vivid because it's not a smell you think about often. But when it pops into your head, you're like, oh, yeah, like, that is gross.
2: But you know it's like, but you're like, oh, I think I know what she's talking about in terms of smell, you know?
0: Yeah, because not this isn't TMI, cause I'll talk about it. But when I got my boobs done, you can't shower for, like, 48 hours, I think.
2: Oh, I could after. do that. I could do that easily.
0: <laughs> but it's, but you smell like hospital <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> like you like smell like what's, iodine. what's
2: what's that new boob smell we've all been talking about is there a new boob <laughs> exactly smell?
0: that that fresh tit
2: smell <laughs> <laughs> oh wait a sec i think i asked this in a podcast this week maybe on my patreon was that i was like i'm hearing the word titties being used so much on bravo and like is it now acceptable for women like is that like i was always raised to call it like boobs or breasts or you know like but is is Like, I always thought titties was like a bad word almost, you know, like, or like, like pornographic in a way. But I hear so many women say titties now and in just a normal way. Is titties the new descriptor for boobs?
0: I think so. I think it's worked its way back into our lexicon for sure.
2: So proud of us. But
0: they can see it on, they can say it on TV, right? Yes,
2: totally. That's what I'm saying. I've seen it on Bravo shows.
0: Maybe be like, I don't even, it's not even pushing it cursing wise because, you know, We both curse a lot, but it might be. Yeah, sorry,
2: reviewers. Fuck shit, fuck shit. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, It might be as cursing as we can get on regular TV, right?
2: Yeah, but we're still not at a point where I could potentially go up to a girl and be like, nice titties.
0: Correct. Like that's,
2: (laughs) that's still like that's a bridge too far, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, like, I wouldn't
0: use it as a pickup line.
2: But no, 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 no. I don't mean even as a pickup line, but I couldn't, even to like family members, do that. That would be offensive. Correct. But like girls can do that to other girls and say, nice titties.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's
2: so weird. And that's. We got to get a- equal rights, folks. We got to get equal rights. It's such
0: a great compliment.
2: This <laughs> is. Wait, for real? See, that's that's the other thing. But
0: again, like I have fake boobs, so I want everyone to know that they're amazing. So
2: maybe it's different for other people. See, see, that's the other thing I I talked about was that I also noticed like, and somebody disagree with me, but I'm trying to, I do so many podcasts now I forget where I say things, but like I was saying like, I've noticed a lot of girls, like girls will just feel other girls' boobs, not in a sexual way, but like in a, oh my God, can I feel, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's pretty common.
2: Yeah. So I was, okay, good. So I was, But I don't I know right. if that
0: goes with your theory that all we do at sleepovers is just make out. But
2: Well, no, that was really, that was also because of Denise and, uh, and Brandy and stuff like that. It just made, I believe, and I still kind of believe there is a secret world of girls that you guys, girls all hook up with each other and you don't tell the guys that you're with and stuff. And it's just like, there's a, and it's I, I'm not even saying like this. This is what I fantasize about because I don't, you know. But I think there is like this hidden underbelly that like, there's tons of girls that like admit they're fluid and stuff. But then I think there's this, I think it's just always happening. It's always been happening and just guys are just idiots and we don't notice. And I'm starting to notice because I watch Bravo and I'm like, there is a hidden world where girls are just going on like, Hey, come visit me on the movie set. And then that night, Brandy and Denise hooked up, but then they're just buddies, you know? I mean, until then it gets brought up on the show, you know, it's just like, Hey, we, we have working, uh, body parts. Let's do things with them. You know, we're both hot.
0: And isn't this going to be a plot line on Atlanta, too?
2: Well, I do you mean with the stripper?
0: Is that it? But didn't they both hook up with the stripper? Wasn't this a little... Yeah, uh, I mean, that's the, that's,
2: that's the rumor. But, like, also, you know... And also, those threesome situations, like, that's just... I just, like, just... I mean, like, you're not mapping that out beforehand. It just feels like there's so much room for, like, mistakes and bumping into each other and, like... You know, just, like... I, I, I just, that, I'll never, I'll go to my grave not understanding how all that stuff works, you know?
0: Agreed. <laughs> I do, get, I do get, like, somewhat offended, this is so DMI. I get, I do get, like, somewhat offended if, like, I will, like, randomly meet couples and I don't get propositions to have a threesome with them.
2: Wait, but. for real? You'll get, you'll get offended?
0: Oh, like, a little bit. I mean, not like my friends' friends.
2: Wait, wait, but Emily, do you realize a lot of couples don't, Aren't into threesomes, correct? So you'll but, still get offended, even if like you can't just assume people well, are not into like threesomes. Nor-
0: my normal friends, but you know, <laughs> other people, <laughs> people that'll like might come up to you at a bar again, pre-pandemic bar clubs, strip up whatever. Pre-pandemic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, like these, like I was married, and like we were never a couple that were like I was never Ashley and Michael Darby going at like EDM concerts, like. Like, it wasn't even, like, in, like, it wasn't, like, it just, I mean, which then, like, makes me insecure because now I feel boring, you know?
0: Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, it's, like, again, it's definitely the minority. But the fact that these couples on Bravo are so okay with being open about it, the Darby's, uh, Bronwyn and her husband, like, I can't imagine, like, putting that out into the world, especially when you have, like, kids
2: well that's what I feel with the last
0: thing the last thing I ever want to hear about is my parents participating in in actions like that
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh wait people don't like when I do that Um, so um, uh, and also Whitney from Salt Lake I think we're about to find out that she is a swinger because she kept bringing that up in the last episode because of Lisa Barlow
0: yeah and I'm confused of like how we're getting to that point like we have had no hints and obviously it's only been three episodes We've had like zero hints about them potentially being uh, swingers.
2: Wait a sec. You don't think we've had it. And I don't mean to be – I'm not being – trying to be offensive or judgy because I do not care if you're into swinging. I do not care. Um, Is they have a stripper pole in their house. She's always on the stripper pole. The daughter's even like, "Ah, oh, mommy, it's, you know, you. I don't even know what's going on. And you have somebody that is married to somebody 18 years older than them. She looks like a very beautiful porn star in a way. You know, yeah, like I, I, a, I think there's a lot of like, there's like. a lot I, of I, I, elements. I need
0: to know more about their relationship though. And because we, I feel like we breezed over the, um, I worked for him. We were both married to other people. Yeah. Then I got pregnant. Then we got married. I'm like, what about the, divorces,
2: and the she And divorces? she wore her prom dress to her wedding.
0: Yeah, that was dark.
2: Well, but what I love about that, though, is you're right. We don't know, but we have so much time to find out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm glad we there's I'm glad that there is way more questions about Salt Lake than answers, because it just means I'm curious and I cannot wait to find out more.
0: Yeah, like we we I know we were talking over text, but like, how does Jen Shaw have all this money?
2: Yes, I talked about this on a, a podcast, somebody else's podcast, where uh, you said like the he's an assistant coach, and I think his estimated salary was like four hundred and seventy five thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, I mean you could look it up. He's a state employee, so there's records of it. If you work for yeah, government Emily, you don't have to defend.
2: Wait, you don't have to defend yourself. I'm happy you looked yeah, it so up. It you're, like, you're like you can look it up. He's, he's a government employee. I have
0: a, we have a lot of time on our hands. These days.
2: <laughs> no, it's just that if you're like, then how did the Shaw Squad get paid? Because four hundred seventy-five thousand dollars is a lot of money. But they have two kids. They have a the, a nice ski chalet. They're you know. And yeah, is dresses- that their
0: main? Because so she keeps talking about how this is the chalet. Is that their like normal house? but we're just calling it a show.
2: I think it's their normal house and she's just trying to be cute about it. Um, But also like she's throwing extravagant parties for her friends. She's always dressed to the nines. Like where's the other source of income?
0: Correct. And I mean, maybe they have family money, you know.
2: That's what I hope it is, you know.
0: Howard Hughes's. you know, they have some relation to Howard Hughes. No, no, that's
2: Heather that has the Howard Hughes relationship.
0: And weren't they also, didn't she? Oh, she was the one that was Mormon royalty, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of, yeah. Well, there there's so many Mormon royalties, I figure. I mean, like, I don't know. That's why I think this show really works because the backdrop of the Mormon religion really gives it a really insane foundation. So it, like, it, it can go to all of these crazy places and it can keep coming back with this kind of Mormon, like, or religious backdrop, which I think the other Housewives shows doesn't have. So I feel like it's, like, a huge plus.
0: Yeah, and it's gonna obviously keep getting brought up because of the mormon mormon 2.0 or being excommunicated or whatever all the different reasons none of them are practicing anymore
2: yeah totally
0: um we do need to get vita tequila though
2: yeah i mean totally i mean have have you have you read any reviews like is it is it supposed to be good tequila
0: i mean apparently it's top shelf
2: well, we but everybody happens, like. <laughs> I mean, I've I've heard people say go, you know Gordon's vodka is top shelf. If you're, you know, that's a vodka joke. Gordon's is shit. You guys.
0: I'm, yeah, I'm not familiar. I don't even think I'm familiar with it with Gordon. Oh, it's know? just like
2: it's like when I worked at a nightclub, you you would like put it as your well vodka, and it's just it's like headache vodka.
0: Did um, you guys ever dilute your vodka?
2: No, never. No
0: bottles or anything.
2: No, but like I would have to like and it would suck like that was the worst part of being a nightclub manager was that every Monday was inventory day and you would have to like go count the bottles like and if like a bottle was half drunk, you'd have to estimate like how much was drunk drank and stuff. And then, you know, like because you really do like liquor is the. The quickest way, like liquor, is the biggest money maker in terms of like just like cost uh, ratio, what it costs and what you sell it for. You can make the most money off of liquor. I mean, you're bo- you're you're buying a bottle of Grey Goose for what, like thirty seven, thirty eight dollars. You can turn around and sell it at a club for two fifty, three hundred, and that was back ten years ago.
0: Yeah, now you can probably add a zero to that. Two thousand
2: dollars for a bottle of Grey Goose. What? Yeah. no where's that at yeah
0: well in vegas miami probably just vegas and miami maybe new york
2: yeah like bottle service life is is fun but it's also kind of you know it's 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 annoying too i mean like are you still but you're still in probably if we weren't in a pandemic bottle service is like probably a big thing for you right
0: yeah definitely and I mean, I don't like the people that, like, need to put it on their Instagram stories. I think if that dies with the pandemic, that would be amazing if we didn't have to see any more sparklers and,
2: you know, <laughs> bottles of
0: Dom being shaken around. I think that would be the best thing to come out of this.
2: Yeah. No. Well, hey, hopefully, hey, if we can just have that one thing come out of this pandemic, we're ahead as a nation.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're better off.
2: Um, okay. So, Southern Charm, what do we think?
0: Um. I like it. I didn't know it was gonna tackle COVID. You did. So I was actually a little. I did not. Not until the the preview came out. Yeah. Because I thought. Because I, I thought for a while, it was gonna be dead, and they were just gonna kind of let it transition out because of all the Thomas drama.
2: Yeah. No, no. They well, they did wait so long to film. So I think once they did, they were like caught in like, oh crap, we're in a pandemic now. We have to kind of try to figure our way around this.
0: Yeah, exactly, and it seemed definitely kind of rushed, and especially with this camera not being on it, which seemed like a last-minute decision, which I—she I, was my favorite, so I I think there, she's the missing piece, I think, this season.
2: So, this episode is episode number four. It's called Single and Ready to Pringle. Um, and that is a horrible title for a show. <laughs> and, uh, that is of course, because the new character, John Pringle is in this. Now, Emily, I ask everybody that's on this podcast, are you attracted to John Pringle?
0: Yes, of course.
2: Well, have a happy holidays and we'll talk to you <laughs> when we talk to you. And thanks for being <laughs> great, so kind of doing this. Great yeah. your- <laughs>
0: Um,
2: okay. So, and, and I guess the next question would be who has hurt you in your life? Why are you I'm, like this? He's, Why are so he's you?
0: definitely like very my type, I can wear a suit really well. Probably <laughs> relatively inappropriately older than me. <laughs> yeah.
2: it's so so his age the age is so if he came up to you at a bar and like, hey you, you like Justin Bieber? Hey, you'd like that.
0: <laughs> sure, yeah.
2: And then you'd be I'm like, like, I'm you'd like, like you'd be like, Hey, I, do you want to smell my new boob smell?
0: Yeah, exactly. It smells like iodine. Um <laughs> but I, I think again there's more to him because of why the hell did he move
2: oh wait wait are you about to like say it? oh there's more to John Pringle you've got to no, I there's think, such a no, deep I think history there's
0: like a, darker, there's like a weird darker side
2: but you probably love that
0: I think I would be like almost like somewhat weirded out of like why did you move so far away from your kids
2: it is a question that needs and to I be asked I'm
0: saying that because my parents got to the worst
2: and, so they I did, think I was and they didn't. They like didn't move. Away, bit, they didn't move away from you. No. So Even, I think
0: it's just like a little bit like. There's a question mark there. Okay, so you're saying and it doesn't seem like he's pursuing a job opportunity.
2: No, it certainly doesn't. Does it? And, he,
0: or maybe he was, and obviously, you know, shit hit the fan. But
2: so, uh, so okay, so you're saying you are very attracted, to John Pringle, but you're also you have your reservations. Could be because you've been burned before. Yeah. Okay. And he has two kids and you don't know if you're ready to be a mom.
0: Correct. I'd have you, to be the cool stepmom, which not sure if I'm ready for that role either.
2: Yeah. I'll, yeah. You had to be cool first, right? Um,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, the so, so, <laughs> so, show opens with the uh, governor or somebody. So they frame this show very interesting when they come out of commercial and start they're always like you know it's like the governor of like we're the people we have coronavirus (laughs) and we've got (laughs) a pretend
0: accent on that governor yeah it's like
2: we're taking this
0: like fake if you were casting who are you gonna cast as the fake governor of south carolina it's that guy with with that very specific kind of southern accent
2: yeah part of me was like i don't know if this actually really is the governor or if they hired somebody because like i like I didn't go and check like they all of a sudden they just put like governor of it's like it's like hey, we're, we're very safe out here. You know, we've got we've got to watch it. And, you know, bars and alcohol, it's up to you. And they keep doing this with like different things. Then they do voiceovers coming out of commercial where they'd be like the coronavirus might shut down schools they have overseas. But we haven't decided yet here in America, you know. So it's like I feel like is that real or is that they just hired somebody to do voiceovers because they do that on the Kardashians. All the time this season, where they'll have the same fake uh, news announcer voice, and they'll be like, "Panic in Los Angeles! We have shut down all restaurants and bars," and they use the same voice each episode.
0: Yeah, I would assume this is someone's voice, a fake voiceover.
2: I've, I've because then they
0: would have showed because they're owned by NBC, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they would have shown like a fake, or not even a fake, a real like Lester Holt segment.
2: I'm Lester Holt, and this is Dateline. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, so I think I'm almost surprised they didn't. But people watching Bravo probably also don't watch the news. But
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. This this is my news. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the show opens up with uh, the, this official talking about coronavirus. Then we cut to Craig, and he just like no, but no, but no. He's walking up to Whitney's gate. Craig has bright red shoes on. And Whitney comes out. He won't let him in. And he's throwing Craig toilet paper because Craig ran out. But he's like, I stocked up on alcohol, but no food. Do you want to come play video games? And Whitney's <laughs> like, no, I don't want to be anywhere near you. All right, whatever. And, like, if guys, if you don't watch Southern Charm and I just explain this scene to you, you'd be like... Oh that's cute. Like a 13-year-old boy came to this house to get toilet paper and you're like, "No, this is no. Craig. He's like 36 or something and he's stocking up. He he's out of toilet paper, but he has plenty of alcohol."
0: This is a man that has a lot of
2: Yeah, like well, I mean uh, who knows barely. if that. I mean barely. Like he's this is the man that makes pillows for a living, but we he probably doesn't even like, you know, he's not doing the majority of the sewing anymore. This kid is just he's just a lost soul and he's like And also, just to prepare you, Craig is a pandemic denier so far this episode, where he does not think this is real. So he's just all wandering around, like, just thinking, like, who wants to come play video games and drink with me, you know?
0: I know, with him and Austin.
2: Yeah. Which, by the way, I, you know, this is what, the tone of this show is so weird, this episode, too, because it's like, the pandemic is the backdrop, but then you have Craig and Aunt. like, they're still like, are you going to, we did, we went so hard last night, man. We drank so much. Like, it's like, it's weird. And it's also kind of reminiscent of, I'm like, I remember drinking that hard in my bedroom at the beginning of quarantine, you know?
0: I know, exactly. It almost feels like a different world, like watching this early pandemic coverage of like people, they're still going to restaurants in this episode. Yes. L- yeah, like, like, it feels like. March, you know, whatever this was, first, second week of March, still feels like a complete lifetime ago.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm like, but I remember the beginning of the pandemic for me, like I remember taking it really seriously. And these, they're out like Craig at one point in the episode says, oh, Whitney, if you're not going to have your boys night, I think I'm going to throw my housewarming party, you know, and I'm
0: like, yeah, like <laughs> as the makeup for not having the party at Patricia's who is in theory high risk.
2: Yeah. Totally. Yeah, exactly. Um, Sorry, I'm not I shouldn't laugh, but also it would like one of these like one of these numbnuts is going to actually pass away. And it's going to like that's what's going to make everybody like like, could you imagine like wouldn't you feel horrible if Michael the butler passed away from Corona, you know, because Craig like, you know, like high fived him or something.
0: (laughs) Yeah. At the dinner party.
2: Yeah. Like you would feel like be like, oh, shit. So anyways, this scene happens and then we go one week earlier. So it's like a little framing device they use. And it's like the, you know, normal Bravo, like everybody, we, we pop in on every character. Austin's putting in contacts and he puts in contacts and he goes, there you are. I'm like, damn Aust- Austin's in love with Austin's really feeling himself this year. You know,
0: I know. I feel like he's had like a little bit of like a glow up, not in like a looks wise, but he seems more confident.
2: Definitely. And he feels like... Or he's but it, coming
0: into himself. Because be- remember when he was just like baby Shep?
2: Yeah. And yeah, well, because he does look like a little baby. So it's weird when... And we have like a scene with him and Pringle later where it's like just shows... Like I genuinely believe Pringle feels like he could get Madison because of how Austin looks and presents himself like a little boy.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like when I see Austin with Madison's son, I like literally... I feel like I'm watching, like, a remake of the movie Big.
0: I've, I have not seen that film.
2: Emily, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? With Tom <laughs> Hanks, he was nominated for an Oscar. He gets stuck you know, he gets you stuck know in the bottom.
0: I've seen, like, two Tom Hanks movies.
2: That's so... I still... No, you, my mom hates... My mom does Tom not like Tom Hanks, Hanks, but I still manage to find a way to sneak watching Tom Hanks movies because they're amazing. You've got to watch Big. You would love it. Okay. Or maybe you wouldn't because he's like, he doesn't look, Does it he doesn't look well? old and grizzled. Yes. It actually is still funny. Like it's okay. it's real. no, I really think you would actually dig it. Um, so anyways, and by the way, if you guys have seen big, you'll realize how hysterical that joke is that I just said is about Austin and Madison son. It's like a remake of big. I'm just sorry. Emily. I'm just pausing for everybody to laugh one second. Okay. Okay. Well, I think they're. Okay, sit down, everybody. Sit down. Let's get back to the <laughs> recap. So we see Danny. She's knocking on Catherine's door. Catherine, of course, is not answering. Uh, we see Shep put in a bed together. Little Craig, his dog, jumps on the bed. Um, Pringle. That
0: was so funny. The dog falling through the, yeah.
2: the yeah.
0: flats in the bed.
2: I got to say, I'm really liking Shep this season, which is, it just shows you also how little people have to do to get back in your good graces. Because I'm like. Do you like his girlfriend? I do. Well, I, but I, I'm hearing, like, do you not?
0: Um, I don't I, – I mean, I'm kind of indifferent, but I, I'm not a huge fan yet.
2: But why? She hasn't done anything.
0: She seems like – is this this episode? Where she, like, said something along the lines of, like, I shouldn't have to tell you to, like, define our relationship. And they've been, like, practically living together, but she won't – he won't call him her – his girlfriend. So I was getting all those pronouns confused, but – so like it seems like she seems a little like antiquated, like, girl, if you want to be more with him, you should imply that.
2: But I think we're in also the South where th- those are things that are really still paid attention to.
0: Yeah, probably.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Anywho, uh I, I, I like that you're all pro women, though. Like, that's good. I mean, you're just feeling like she's not as pro women as she could be.
0: Yeah. And she seems younger. Like she seems like she would be empowered to do something like that.
2: Very, very young. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we have this and then uh, Pringle is making a bed for his kids uh, because his kids are going to come visit him. And then we see Patricia asking Michael, the butler to cut lemons for a dinner party for decoration. And I'm like, once again, I will say it. These guys are definitely bonking.
0: I would love that. (laughs) They're
2: definitely boning. It's like it is the bone zone with these guys. The amount of built up tension with these people are just if they're not boning, they better have did it during the pandemic, because to me, every scene with them is so sexually charged. (laughs) And maybe I'm just reading into it too much, but I just if you look at it through that filter, it's a very erotic scene. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, I do you think there's do you think there's fanfic out there of them I
2: uh, well I mean you'll be happy to know I'm I'm finishing some yes
0: okay perfect I yeah, was gonna say we yeah. can do a uh, a know. reading
2: oh my god that would be amazing like you know Patricia like
0: Patricia and Michael fanfic
2: yeah like if like oh 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 Michael could you could you pick up that lemon I dropped and then Michael you know bends over to get it and she's like oh Michael You've been working out, you know, and he's like, "Oh, thank you, ma'am. You noticed like, and then she's like, "You've got a little cushion for the put no sorry, it's going weird, I'm sorry, I gotta think it, I gotta think it out,
0: but she would definitely make him make her a uh like a julep or a little cocktail after,
2: yeah, or like, ooh, this julep well, yeah this julep's really hitting the spot after you hit my spot, Michael." <laughs> <laughs> I I've 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 it. Yeah, I've mean, accepted I'm going to hell, you know. Oh, Michael, I'm I'm late this month. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Whitney needs a sibling. Yeah, no, we're like or we find out that he is Whitney's dad, you know. And like in the final scene of Southern Charm he's like you know, Whitney's like, Michael, could you uh bring my um you know, bring my bags to the car and he's like Call me dad Whitney you know and like that'd be a great ending
0: I need you to know the truth
2: yeah I, need you. <laughs> I sometimes think the fan fiction we think of could possibly be better than the actual show which actually wouldn't that be a great idea for a podcast is just fan fiction of these like like we put together an episode of what should happen you know
0: yeah, I think about that often. Like, oh, if, I would write it better than it, Yeah. Than it like, bears. if
2: like Craig gets busted by the DEA in Charleston for like a pound of blow on him, you know? And he was like, I don't know. I just, I just, I was holding it for somebody.
0: Oh, he's definitely like the Paris Hilton. Like, I was holding it for my friend.
2: Yeah, you don't know. It's not, you guys don't get it. You don't understand. Um, like, you're sorry you're not cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, new scene. Uh, you know, Leva is where Danny is on the curb waiting for Catherine. Leva. Remember, she's like a business lady, business owner. She's like, where is she? Come on. Leva arranged childcare to be here. And I, I always find it funny. Cause you could tell Leva's a little ticked and you're like, this is what happens when you sign up for a show with Catherine. You know, you're going to deal with shit like this.
0: I know. And I'm not loving Catherine this season.
2: No, I really passionately disliking Catherine this season. Um, Leva is getting tons of work cancellations for her restaurants due to the coronavirus. And then finally Catherine shows up and Leva's like, glad you showed up, Hoochie. Which is like another, like, do girls call themselves Hoochies and sluts and stuff like that? Is that like the thing? Because I noticed with these shows. Yeah,
0: I would say like slut more than
2: Hoochie. But like, so it's appropriate to be like, what's up, slut? Those titties look good. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, obviously
0: girl to girl, but not. But no uh,
2: guy to guy. No guy's like, dude, the package is looking tight, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dude, exactly. I can see. I can I see. I feel
0: like Craig and um, Pringle would probably. Say <laughs> that actually, yeah, yeah.
2: Hey, the imprint of your shaft is looking cool. You know. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Those yeah. those gray sweats, man. They're <laughs>
2: looking good. Hey, I can see the tip of your wiener. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so. Catherine's in her condo uh now that she was like having renovated because she found out thomas last episode was having another baby with another lady and he finally confirmed it uh Catherine and her talking head this
0: baby has been born right
2: yeah totally um and he's like says he's like madly in love with the... it's it's thomas bullshit not even worth talking about Did
0: i go down the rabbit hole no. of his instagram
2: did you or are you?
0: No, I haven't.
2: Don't no. don't even give him don't even give him your eyes don't even give that let that white jean camel toe wearing guy just <laughs> just die off. So Catherine's vaping in her talking head when she's like, "It's a boy," and she's like, "Also, it's like Catherine, come on, man, we're we're doing a show now. Put your vape away."
0: I know for two seconds.
2: Like yeah, put it away for two seconds for the love of God. We're doing a show. We're doing a professional show here, and you're over there vaping.
0: Yeah, it just, like, looks a little, like, you wouldn't be doing that, maybe she would. Like, you wouldn't do that if you were smoking cigarettes, so.
2: Yeah, I mean, could you, yeah, like unless you're, like, Sean Pins on Southern Charm or somebody that just like, always is smoking, you know? Um, but at least
0: he would make it look cool. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Catherine just looks like, like what Leva says, a hoochie mama, you know? Um So, uh, there, the girls are there to help, uh, help her, uh, put the, together the house because the girls are moving in. So they're all like helping her put up like, uh, mirrors and stuff. And like the girls are there, they're popping champagne. It's like girl squad. Uh, and I kind of like this. I like when, I like when girls or guys like get together and like help their friends out, you know?
0: Yeah. I think, um, Leva like feels a little out of place. Yeah, She is such, like, the boss babe, you know, kind of vibe. Um, but but Le- I'm sure this
2: was—she was asked to be there. <laughs> yeah, but Leva also—see, like, she's definitely the one that can get shit done, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, I would want her to help me move, for sure. Because yeah. we have a plan of attack when she's around, for sure.
2: Yeah, like, I mean, like, my mom is, like, a Leva. My mom gets stuff done, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly, and that's who you want, especially— for Catherine, who is not that girl.
2: <laughs> yeah, not at all. So we're, we're popping back and forth between this scene and Austin's dirt ball house, which is like a, it looks like a little shack from the outside. I don't have a house, so I can say that. Uh, but Austin's cleaning up. He's like removing cans of buds from Bud Bud lights from the sink into the trash can. They do a quick shot of his coffee table. And this is where I'm telling you, folks, we see a rolled up receipt which is usually code for people have been doing coke on this coffee table. And if you zoom in on that shot, which many people sent me, you see White Flakes. It's either cocaine or Austin has one of the worst cases of dandruff known to man. And you also see a Harry Potter book on the table. So I guess it's positive that they're reading, but I think they're also cutting up lines of coke on Harry Potter.
0: I saw the exact same thing and thought the exact same thing. But it was was, felt like... Like I was like taken back to my time in Tucson, (laughs) like, and you would wake up in a house like that and you would like wonder where, what went wrong, but it's a little less like cute when they're in their thirties.
2: Yeah. So you, it took you back yeah, it took you back to a dark place. Like we've all had nights where, you know, you keep drinking, you keep going back to somebody's house and that, you know, like it's like, but it's like, dude, you guys are you guys are mid thirties or something. I mean, like, I I mean, I feel like the show does like a detriment to these guys where the girls, I mean, the three girls aren't even on the show anymore because they were actually progressing in their actual lives, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think the girls were the ones that held them all together.
2: Yeah. So like, it's like a shit show over there. Uh, And Craig comes in um And, you know, it's like, hey, we we had a late one last night because it was the night before where they had that thing last episode where John Pringle told Austin that he thought Madison was hot and he had designs on her, you know.
0: Yeah, and I did not watch that episode, but I listened to your recap of it, so.
2: Well, then you, then you watched it better than it was even meant to be watched. So um, Craig says, you know, hey, I, I got to get into a routine. It's not you. It's me kind of saying I, I can't be living at your house anymore. And uh, and then he, he relays the story to Craig about what Pringle did um, and, you know, saying that he did. Like who also what guy friend tells their like friend or new friend that he has designs on – their girlfriend,
0: which I think is, are we further proving that there was drugs involved?
2: I mean, it is a it very is maybe a little
0: it, false sense of it uh, is, yeah, bravado, you know? yeah, it is a very yeah, drug fueled sure.
2: conversation. Um, so we see flashbacks of that night, um, but also, uh, so we we get further into the story, but they keep jumping back and forth to the girls to the guys. Um, so the girls are talking about this situation with John Pringle too. And, uh, the thing was, what was interesting was the after party supposedly was Austin, Madison, John Pringle, Whitney, and Catherine. So like, that's wild. Like Catherine was even there. Cause I mean, like, so it was just like, I love that it kept going. So you kind of know if we're to judge by Austin's coffee table, those guys are all potentially doing blow.
0: Well, that. If you had to pick anyone that's doing blow on Bravo, Catherine,
2: Catherine and Whitney yeah.
0: are definitely in the conversation. Yeah.
2: But but Whitney's the guy that, like, thinks he, gets, he makes him 30 times smarter, you know, and he's being really philosophical about things, you know. Um, so Madison asked Catherine, oh, did you tell the other ladies about Pringle? And uh, we find out he was whispering in Madison's ear And he was saying, I'm conflicted about my relationship with Austin and how I feel about you. And now we go back to Austin's where Austin's telling Craig the same story. And Austin's like, I lost it. I jumped down his throat. And then we go back to the girls and Madison goes, yeah. Austin stood up and was like, get the fuck out of my house. And then she goes, then Pringle stood up and she's like, don't you ever fucking talk to me, boy. (laughs) And Madison goes, he used his dad voice on him so quick. And Madison was like, Austin, sit down. Like, what do you think about that? Like, what do you, I mean, what do you think about that whole situation?
0: Still, like, insanely wild. And I wish there was cameras there, but obviously they were all...
2: Yeah, I mean, they... Really <laughs> yes, lied,
0: so there would, couldn't
2: be... It would be hard to cut around <laughs> the uh, code. Like,
0: I, I don't know if I believe it all. What do you mean? Like, what, were they really, like, standing up and yelling at each other?
2: By the way, I can totally it, picture... It
0: felt, like, a little blown out of proportion...
2: Well, but, bl- blow is the key word again, there. Blow gonna, and blown, yeah. yeah. Like, I can picture somebody completely standing up, and I can pl- can picture rage. Pringle said, you never talk to me like that, boy. You know, I can picture that completely.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think um, it's hard because when he was like, oh, my relationship with Austin when Pringle was talking about that, didn't he just meet Austin like two weeks ago? Yes. It's not like they have like some like long-term friendship and obviously pringles friends with shep right that's how we got like introduced yeah uh uh-huh so it should be more like i'm concerned about like what this means for my relationship with shep not austin because it's like y'all just met
2: wait let me shut my door real quick there's like a steamroller going outside one sec Sorry. No worries. Uh, they've been doing like street work all of a sudden, like nonstop for some reason. Um, yeah. Like I, don't
0: I can, they know you're recording a podcast? No,
2: they don't even know what a podcast is. I've explained it so many times to these guys. Um, so, no, I can totally. The funny thing is, though, John Pringle, though, like I feel like this is obviously Patricia has her hand in this, but like has put the seed in Pringle's ear to do this uh to kind of like, you know, go for Madison. But I this is where I'm saying with Austin where I feel like he comes off as such a man boy that it's very easy to go, Oh, I'll take I'll take his girl.
0: Oh yeah, completely. Because he's such like a little dweeb.
2: Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh I can get that I can get that girl. Like that guy's nothing. And that's where like, and I'm sure I-
0: it's easier because since Madison's a, a mom and has her shit together and is way more mature, at least Pringle can come of the angle of like, why are you dating there's like literal child when you have a child already.
2: Yeah. Like I've never felt like a man before, but like Pringle, I can say like he probably feels like a man and can say manly things like that, you know, and Correct. take and yeah. t- and be like, but he also says later in this episode that he has a thing for taking other people's girlfriends. And that's like, that's a sickness.
0: Yeah. That's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's not married and moved 3000 miles away from his kid.
2: Yeah. I mean, I hopefully we'll find out more about that. And by the way, uh, I still like John Pringle. We've actually had a couple more interactions on DM since the first reactions. Like he keeps going back to the pictures I posted of him, like because I made it a highlight reel and he's commenting on those still. And I'm like he like I feel like he gets upset and then like goes to my like Instagram and like flips through it to like remind, you know, like and I feel so bad every time he does this to the point where I was almost like, hey, man, maybe you might want to stay away from my page for a set, you know, like. I felt bad because I was like, why are you – why do you keep doing this to yourself, you know? Why do you keep reminding yourself that I, I've made this post about how you're ugly, you know?
0: I know. And to – like he would actively have to search your profile.
2: I know. like find,
0: he, It's he, not like – he, did he? has he followed
2: you? No, no, no. But Even worse. But I'm fine with – I don't – I'm not needing him to follow me, but I followed him to be nice. And then I liked a picture of him and his sons because I mean like I don't I, – I don't, you know? <laughs> I don't know. So – I think he's just going through a lot right now, so hopefully everything's good. And you know, shout out if you're listening, John. Except, except that it's not DMV. cool that you—it's not cool that you're. By the way, Emily's. Hey, slide into Emily's DMs. You got? She'll show you those fake boobs potentially. You know?
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> that sounded like you. <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll literally show anyone. That makes, literally sounded like to the floor.
2: Uh, Patreon exclusive, folks. Emily will show <laughs> you her boobs. Um, okay, so. John Pringle, like, you know Okay, so that that whole story, that whole setup We get explained to, so that's like some real drama Of course, the cameras didn't pick up on it But we got to hear it from both the girls And the guys' side Uh, Craig's telling Austin, though You know, I follow guy code And we have a flashback of, like, Shep and uh, Craig Arguing from, like, seven seasons ago um, About uh, Shep stealing one of his dates Which, by the way, it's so weird to see them young I how
0: young they looked there I know How crazy was that? I can't believe this show's been on for
2: seven years. I know. I just like that's why sometimes it's upsetting to see flashbacks because it makes you think how little you've potentially done with your life. You know, correct in you're those like, seven years. You're like, oh, I remember where I was seven years ago, right here. You know,
0: I mean, they definitely look a lot younger.
2: Oh, a lot younger. Yeah, it's like Muppet babies. You know. Yeah. Um, but I was, guess Catherine was like 21 then. It's gross, yeah. Like you know, I prefer Catherine's size right now. She's such a string bean in the 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 flashback.
0: Yeah, she's definitely like more of a voluptuous rabbit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Um, they talk about Patricia's dinner coming up. I guess she's having a dinner coming back and uh, coming up. And Craig's like, "Are you going to be okay going? Because it seems like she doesn't like you." And Austin's like, "I don't know." Uh, this is where we have a new scene and we have one of those announcer voices, uh, you know, talking about p- potential school closures. We have John Pringle driving his tr- a manly truck. He's bringing stuff into his house and he's talking to his Jenny, his sister on FaceTime. The boys are supposedly coming out in two weeks and he bought a lot of stuff for him. And in a talking head, he goes, you know, hey, uh, moms are better at taking care of stuff, uh, taking care of the kids. We all know it. You know, I like, you know, that is true. Moms are better at stuff than, than dad's.
0: Yeah, he's self-aware. Nothing else.
2: Yeah. Um, do you like a hot self-aware guy, or do you like a hot dumb guy?
0: Uh, hot self-aware. Oh,
2: okay. Interesting. I thought. Yeah, you were I can't just
0: a do dumb. Dumb.
2: I can't do dumb. <laughs> you can't do dumb. I don't
0: like. I don't like feeling like you can't handle it or like have a conversation with someone.
2: Yeah, like that's why it's like certain people where you just like like especially these couples on reality shows. You're like, what the? It's like. Um, romaine and mary from selling sunset
0: yeah like what do they talk you're like about?
2: what the hell do you guys like like if you guys have like i know you're busy people but if you ever have a day to relax like besides like like i'm guessing sex multiple times a day but like the language of love but then what else do you legitimately talk about you can't understand what romaine says
0: yeah exactly and they have seemed to have nothing in common I'll
2: bet. So, I'll also bet you remains a video gamer. He, I bet he's a gamer. I bet Mary's like just
0: watching my man play Call of Duty. I mean, they she can play with her son. Maybe they can <laughs> squad up or whatever they do on a uh, Call of Duty.
2: <laughs> um, okay, so the guys. Uh Uh, So, yeah. So uh, Pringle's setting up for the the boys to be there, but he's worried they won't be able to come. He wants them there so bad. He relays to his sister about the Austin situation and she goes, I get it because I know your type. And I'm like, how, how, how common is this John Pringle stealing other girlfriend situation?
0: I know. And why is he talking about it with his sister? And
2: Why is his sister just okay with it? Acting like it's like a flare up of like uh, alo alopecia or something, you know? <laughs> I know. Um, yeah.
0: That was wild. There so, was a lot of FaceTime in this episode, like more well, so than
2: get, get ready. I think, else. I think we're about to hit an all FaceTime show pretty soon with quarantine. Yeah. Um. Now we're in a scene with Shep and Taylor playing tennis um, yeah, I mean, you don't like Taylor. or you. This is where you, you kind of have the, the DTR conversation. And um, there's not much, you know, we already kind of talked about this, except at the end, he says she has ass sweat. Relatable. Which, which, by the way, we, I think we had because in Salt Lake City, Jen Shaw was getting, I think, the Botox in your armpits that makes you not sweat, right?
0: Yeah, but it, I've done it. It gets out otherwise. Other so that's
2: what I'm is, saying. Put- where does the sweat go? And you told me the sweat I said pe- ass. <laughs> the sweat comes out of your ass and then i'm like yeah. is it is it worth it? Is it worth yes. it? Is the cost of beauty worth it then if you have a sweaty ass all the time?
0: Well, the thing with the botox in the armpits is you're not ruining shirts anymore.
2: Yeah, but then like I'm sweat stain. I mean, i guess the potential i guess i guess but then okay. Okay, so i mean, i don't want to be gross. Say you're in love and you're Say, okay. say you're in love with somebody in the military and they have come back from doing their service for this country and you've gotten this surgery and you're so excited to see your loved one. And then when you guys get romantic, you guys are stripping each other's clothes off and then his hands go down to your ass and it's completely sweaty. But no other part of your body is like wouldn't that concern you?
0: When you put it like that. Yeah. Like it makes you think
2: like, why would you do that? You know? So like, I just feel like, is it worth it to like, and also couldn't you double up on deodorant?
0: No, because deodorant, you need antiperspirant, which again, doesn't work. I use men's. I have to use men's shit. (laughs) (laughs) And I still sweat Uh like a motherfucker.
2: I feel like we're really getting to know Emily through this. So this is, this is good. Um, Okay. So, Sorry, I'm just trying to picture you with butt sweat. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, anyways, that conversation happens and then they're like, let's go drink some beer. And and, uh, Shep's like, not it. You know, let's let's do it at our house. Let's not go out in public because of Corona, which is like Shep is like actually taking it more serious than anybody on the show besides Whitney, I think.
0: Which is shocking. Would have absolutely lost that bet.
2: What a turnaround. Yeah. So new scene, Craig is calling his folks from a tiny twin bed. He looks like he's like a giant in his bed and he's FaceTiming his folks. And he's talking about the asbestos in his house, which is why he's over at Austin's and doesn't know when he's able to get back in there. So he's like, it's been fun living with Austin, but I just found a place that's five minutes from downtown and we see the place, and it's like a party pad. It's huge. It's like three times the size of Austin's. Has a pool table. It looks like um, one of the houses from uh, like a Nancy Myers movie, like It's Complicated or something. You know, it's all white and girly. Yeah, like it looked very.
0: Yeah, I was like, that was made for him, and he's like, "Does it come furnished?" And it's like, "There's like three items of furniture, but sure."
2: Yeah. So, and the it's thirty nine hundred dollars a month, and. Which, you know, it looks reasonable for a size, house of that size, but, uh, you know, it's going to be funny that he's going to be quarantining there, but he's calling his parents and he's like, I know you guys worry about me not having a routine and, you know, telling like, which is just funny that, you know, you're in your thirties having those conversations, you know?
0: I know. And didn't his parents seem on the phone, like a little COVID deniery too? Oh, totally. Yeah. Which was shocking. Cause aren't they from like Delaware? Yeah. I think they're from back East.
2: Well, it's. What, I mean, I do like sometimes I have those conversations with uh, with my mom too, like about how I basically care, like take care of myself.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing to remind your mom, like, hey, like I'm doing fine, even if you don't think I am. <laughs>
2: yeah exactly I'm trying. Yeah. well yeah i mean this is where like guys like i say this all the time guys suck you know and it's like i get credit for doing basic things you know like i'll be like i deposited my residual checks and she'll be like oh you're, you're doing so good you're doing so good and i'll be like thank you you know, like, so, you, know
0: you can do that on your phone right
2: what yeah <laughs> i do know that but i'm scared to do it i'm scared i'll screw it like I, you know like it I, I, do, I do know that, but I don't think like I, I think about that. and I'm like, I couldn't pull that off. There's no way I could figure that out. Like there's like there's just things that I will not. Did you just say true? Well, then
0: because of my issue, I, I don't get a lot of checks. But when I do, I do it on my phone. And then it's like, what do you do with it?
2: What do you mean? Oh, the check,
0: like what it's done. Yeah. Like yeah. at least when you go to an ATM, like it sucks it up and well, you don't what, have to worry about it.
2: And what's so embarrassing is I'll have like 30 or 40 checks at once, but they're checks from like all like the TV shows. And so like, I'll get checks for like literally like a penny, like a penny, five cents. Like it's like roulette every time you get the mail. Cause you'll get residual checks and you'll be like, Oh, big money, big money, big money. And then you're like, ah, six cents, six cents. Damn it.
0: You know? I know my my family was in the industry, so my mom will still get those.
2: Yeah, um, it's like at this point, you're like at this point, you're you're. It costs more to mail it to me than I'm getting, and like you're just kind of making me feel bad. You know, like when you open up something and you get a nickel, you're just like, man, man, that sucks. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like, Ugh, I can't even do anything with it yeah this. like i can't even get a pack of gum or anything
2: yeah like all you can do is post it on your instagram and do a stupid joke of like haha the drinks are on me you know
0: yeah exactly
2: and those, those get old so um so yeah craig's getting a new place new scene we have pringle driving calling chef chef doesn't pick up he calls craig he's you know this, did you
0: see his name is Shep dog
2: yeah <laughs> which is such a such a what we know of pringle very fitting for pringle yeah. uh he calls craig craig picks up this is where we see that like their production is trying to make them do scenes with each other you know so it's like hey craig you know i don't know how to dress would you help me pick out a suit a, a suit and Shep, craig's like yeah i'll help you out you know so that's that scene um next scene we have Catherine is talking to Another Madison, not the Madison that's dating uh, Austin at the store. She works Gwyn's. She's in a bright pink outfit and she is the one that creates content for Gwyn's uh, on Instagram. And she says, always be creating content. Catherine says ABCs. And (laughs) she's like, this job reminds me. I still have a purpose, which, by the way, I believe she does get fired from Gwyn's after she posted the monkey emojis later in the season. So that's a spoiler alert. Um, Uh, Yeah, I
0: was wondering because I don't think they've ever touched on this storyline for her.
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe I'm wrong, but...
2: But she says she just gives them a bunch of good ideas. So basically, it's just her Instagram feed. Like, she dresses up in the clothes and then somebody professional takes pictures of her.
0: Yeah, and it seems like a very, like, they just, like let her do that because they, like, felt bad, maybe. Well, and like, also
2: they wouldn't trust her around the cash register kind of a thing. Like, yeah,
0: they couldn't trust her to work, like, a normal shift. No,
2: yeah, she needs to be, like, kind of, like, she's, she's like, treated with artistic loves, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, but then Catherine's like, oh, you know, when, when are we going to take our buying trip to New York? And the Madison girl's like, "Um, well, I'm really not sure about that coronavirus. Uh, it probably won't be open. And Catherine's like, wow, I think I'm going to have to Google this thing.
0: That was dark. That
2: like really darks me out. It darked me out, but then it also, uh, but
0: I would love to have like a date stamp. Like, was it March 20th when everything was shut down or was it like March one when we were like still just kind of figuring it out? You know, it also
2: assured me though, because I was just happy Catherine even knew what Google was. You know, I was like, that's a positive thing.
0: Yeah. Maybe I should watch more news. It's like, how have you not had a conversation? That was everybody's conversations is revolving around that, you know?
2: Yeah. So then we have a new scene and we have that voiceover again of like, no cause for public alarm. Each person is responsible for their own actions and own personal hygiene. So you already like, you're like, "Uh Oh, hygiene, Craig and Austin are fucked, you know? Um, Craig meets uh, John Pringle at a fancy men's store. And these are the kind of men's stores I've never been in. Like, those are the kind of men's stores you see. And you're like, I wonder who shops in there. You know, like I shop at like like the Gap or Old Navy or, you know, but like these are like men's stores of like with names you've never heard of. And you're like, oh, my God, that's like they just have stores like that that exist for people that have money.
0: It's definitely very Charleston. Yeah. That vibe or that store. Like, it had all the color. Like, you were ready for, like, a derby party when you walked in there.
2: Yeah. So, it, it, it's it's very interesting. And, and Craig lets us know how into fashion he is. And he reminds us of the time he bought all polos years ago. And that was his style. Um, but John Pringle wants to impress Patricia. And Craig asks him, you know, are you down to be loud? Which is just a great phrase. Um, Which gl- I
0: didn't even get. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, he like said party,
0: it. Are you down to party?
2: Are you down to be loud? Uh, Craig says you got uh, you got to go color, but you got to go color. Uh, he Pringle doesn't know his measurements. He's like, what what jacket measurement are you? He goes large. The jacket that he puts on is fourteen hundred dollars, and he's like, I can't buy this coat. I got to put it on layaway. Um, and Craig goes, in that coat, you're becoming more of a threat. And Pringle goes, I am dangerous. And Craig Craig kind of chuckles. And then we go to a scene with Madison calling Patricia on FaceTime. She's bidding at auction, of course, because that's a very know, Patricia I, I thing so to do. know, I
0: have questions about what she was bidding
2: on. I know there's like, but but at the same time, you're like, oh, that's perfectly what I think she would be doing, you know?
0: Yeah, duh. What
2: else would she be doing? Yeah, yeah duh. And uh, we uh, asking Patricia. Patricia asks Madison how she's protecting herself with clients. Um, and she's saying she's being really safe Because Madison's a hairdresser uh, Patricia's like how was dinner the other night Where did you go after And she's like I crashed boys night And Patricia's like that's interesting And um, new scene um, Back to the, uh, the The suit place And Craig is telling Pringle that him and Austin Went out for oysters night And then they had a big night after that uh, And he goes Austin's gonna have a heart attack Because of you John And, and Austin's like do you like Madison And Pringle goes Yes. And so we're like, ooh. Then we're in, we're back to the scene with Madison and Patricia. Madison's telling Patricia what Pringle said the other night at the party about her. And Patricia's like, well, Whitney and I had drinks with him to get to know him better. And we have a flashback of the Budweiser conversation where, you know, they say, Austin's, you know, Austin's only in two shops. Madison deserves Budweiser. Pringle is Budweiser. Which is just such a weird, uh, to be referred to as like Budweiser, you know, just such a weird
0: I know, and I feel like, like that's not even a compliment. I don't yeah. drink beer, and I don't like beer. But, but I'm like, I don't want to. Budweiser is Budweiser's not.
2: No, it's like a cheap like, beer. Nice, like, would you want know? to be like like a, you know, even like an a, IPA or
0: something,
2: or like a, even like a Heineken or a nice a cider? I mean, I don't know, like something a little more pricey. Um, and uh, he goes, "Pritchard goes well. He did say he liked you and found you attractive." And Patricia in a talking head says, maybe I take a little responsibility for putting that idea in his head. Uh, there is nothing wrong in trading up. And uh, she goes, well, how are you and Austin doing? And Madison goes, I don't know if, if uh, Pringle put the fear of God in him, but he has been wonderful. So then we have a new scene or a back to the, the clothing store. And Pringle goes, I'm just trying to navigate this path, brother. And Craig's like, I felt like Patricia led you down this path. And it's weird that we're all going over there to dinner now. And Craig goes, it should be an interesting dinner. Uh, and he goes, well, are you just going to drop it and just be friends with Austin? And then Pringle goes, TBD, TBD. I love like, it's just, Hey, I'm going to just walk around and go TBD brother. TBD.
0: I love that. Why That's, not?
2: Yeah. TBD T- is the podcast coming out this week. TBD brother. TBD. Um, so now a new scene, another VO with those who work in the industry aren't ready to push the panic button just yet. So we already know we're going to see a scene about Leva because of that voiceover and of course we are at Leva's house and she is meeting with her staff. She is meeting with the staff from her restaurants.
0: Felt um, very Shaw squad but like in yes, like an actual business person. Yeah, way. this
2: is what Shaw Jen Shaw would look like if she had a business. Correct. Um, <laughs> And Levin lets us know we're not in New York or L.A., but we are a tourism city. So what happens if travel just stops? stops? Um, The only people that are staff that stood out to me was when they introduced Grace and Maddie, the social media team. And it was like two, like, early 20s girls. And I thought that was funny.
0: Yeah. No. And I actually really liked this scene because it it definitely connected to me living in a very tourism based city. Yeah. Um, So I definitely I appreciated that that we are touching on the tourism industry is suffering right now.
2: Yeah, so uh, Leva says, I don't think millennials are really stopping partying, which is very interesting as well. But she also says, you know, it seven years, it took us seven years to build all of this, and this could potentially cripple us forever, which is really the life, you know, which, which is really, this is the situation we are still in. Restaurants just are closing today in uh, Los Angeles uh, as well. So you see a lot of people that have, like, put a lot of money into outdoor dining, all of this stuff. And it's crippling them all over again. That's why it really is needed. The second second stimulus to pass as soon as humanly possible for these businesses, because you do not want to take the culture and the personality and these these small businesses, just put them under because it's the luck of the draw, the business you chose to be in, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, none of us want to live in a world where all we can go have dinner at is uh, Bucca de Peppo and Cheesecake Factory and Applebee's, you know,
2: which I mean, I don't my Bucca de is a berry. I, 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 I would love, love that. Yes. That.
0: But <laughs> For the culture, we'll keep it. Uh, Thank you. We do like the, the small businesses. Yeah.
2: So um, I just think that's an interesting conversation to have be have. And I'm, I'm kind of um not excited, but happy that Leva is on this season to kind of potentially walk us through this journey. And we get to see it with our own eyes, what she might be going through, you know, because a lot of people are really like fighting this too of like, well, you know, it's only this, you know, you know, you, why, why, why is uh target allowed to be open, but we're not, you know? So it's a conversation that is definitely being had so much. And I, with shows like Southern charm, you're like, well, I hope they can handle this in a, a correct way, you know? Like it's hard when these shows happen. I definitely think
0: she helps them make it the right way.
2: Yeah. I mean at the end of the day, I think that's why I really hope this stimulus gets passed immediately because you don't want to make these people make these hard decisions or, you know, hate the government or you know, like you want, you know, you want to give people the best chance to succeed while also protecting people and their safety and their health, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: But we more people
0: are gonna die if they have to go you know, keep doing all this shit.
2: Yeah, exactly. So so we get this upbeat uh if they have this really serious see- scene and then all of a sudden it's upbeat swing music and I'm just like all of a sudden they go to the next scene and they're like bah, da, da, bah, da, 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 da. and I'm like, Jesus, like read the room, Southern Charm. Craig is I said know they
0: it, love that little uh southerny sounding yeah. sound. You know?
2: Like ragtime <laughs> I guess you know? like
0: the theme song.
2: Yeah. Uh, Craig is setting up his sewing machine in the new house. Shep comes in. They shake hands and Shep's like, damn it, we just shook hands. Uh, Shep makes the horrible joke that we've all made that they he brought Corona over and <laughs> they make a Corona joke. And we find out Shep's like, Craig is a conspiracy nut like Alex Jones. Craig thinks 5G is responsible for this, which is just such a Aaron Pfeiffer from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh, you know, he was really into 5G, you know.
0: They should uh, team up. They should connect. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Aaron's like, who is that guy? That guy's got a good head on his shoulder. Who's that guy with that one fingernail painted? Um, (laughs) Exactly. But Craig goes, yeah, man, I love the new place. Excited to get this set up and have people over. And he goes, it's a more mature bachelor pad. Like, Craig literally is a boy. Like, he's like, I got a big boy bed, you know?
0: (laughs) I know. (laughs) And it's just a king size bed and it's not even his furniture.
2: And then Whitney calls and he's like, Hey, you losers. Are you guys swapping fluids over there? Whitney is like, always, always, a, is just always, always cracking a good, jokes.
0: Joke.
2: Whitney says, Hey, we're going to have to postpone guys dinner. We got to play it safe. And Craig's like, well, if you're not having your guys night out, I'm going to do my housewarming party. And, and Craig's like, Oh yes. you know, self distancing. And Whitney's like social distancing. And, uh, he's like, you guys are walking Petri dishes. And they have this conversation where it's like, you know, Craig goes, Austin, Shep's like, Hey, this is just the beginning. You know, Uh, uh, you got to prepare yourself. I'm legit worried. This is just the beginning. Craig's like, I got a meeting in two weeks. He's like, cancel that trip. This is uncharted territory.
0: Which I mean, it's again, it's shocking that Shep is the voice of reason here.
2: Yeah. So new scene, we got Madison and her son are meeting, uh, Madison and her son, um, what's her son's name? Uh, we'll just, oh, Hudson. Madison and her son Hudson are meeting Austin at a, um, a place to get food and uh it's really weird like she comes in and austin's like "Ah, oh, you guys look good you got good jeans like he's talking about her dna but then he's like good jeans wink and he's like poking at her jeans in front of her son and it's just like disgusting you know it's like weird dude like don't poke hudson's mom in front of her you know
0: i know it was like very uncomfortable yeah. and i want to know how many times hudson and austin have met before
2: Well, uh, they did do he helped him with his mouth homework like he's according to Madison. They are getting along and they do hang out very well, you know?
0: Yeah, which is cute.
2: Yeah, it's cute. Um, The lady in this scene, you guys, that's serving them, taking the order is a star she loves you could tell she loves being on camera she's like what for you what can we oh good choice the gold digger special that's amazing like she's like really giving it her all which i love anybody in the service industry that really gets on these these shows and and excels you know
0: yeah this was her time to shine
2: yeah i thought she was great she she ran with it um Austin picks... Oh, by the way, so Austin orders the Gold Digger special, which is supposed to be, like, a Patricia joke about him. He picks up the check, which, by the way, it's, like, at a, like a chili dog place, so it's probably not that much money, but Madison's like, ooh, thank you, you know, a big spender at the corn dog place. Um, the kid goes and runs and gets one of those tattoos out of the 25-cent machine. Uh, what are those called?
0: Oh, I don't know what they're called, but you stick the quarter in it and you twist it.
2: Yeah, yeah, but... I don't, I guess we shouldn't really need to know what that is, but he gets a tattoo and then, you know, Austin and, and Madison put the tattoo on him together as a family. Um, the, uh, they deliver, the lady delivers the food and he's like, who got the gold digger? And, sh- you know, Austin looks at Madison, uh, Madison at a talking head says, I love that Austin is stepping up with Hus- H- Hudson Uh, she, she says, I can see him being a great stepfather with how things have been going lately. Hudson is now licking his hands and Austin's like, we're going to need to wash those hands later, bud. Cause, uh, you know, and then they talk about Patricia quarantining, uh, and that Madison told Patricia in the conversation that him, her and Austin are in love. And we find out that like, they have the two week work shut down due to COVID COVID. And it's like, what are we going to do? And the kid's like, let's go to Disney world. Cause they're like, let's go on vacation. And they literally are considering it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, huh?
0: Yeah, maybe we will. I know it's just like so dark, but I—I mean, I definitely had those thoughts of yeah. Because if you get like
2: if you get snow days, you're like yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah, like two weeks off of like working from home. Like let's go like, you know, go get a Starbucks every day and go hang out. And I think that definitely crossed a lot of people's minds right at that moment. Yeah, at their early
2: stages. So. We have a state of, uh, so that's that scene. We get to the next scene. I think the last scene, and we, it's like, state of emergency for S- South Carolina. Da, da, da. Craig wakes up, um, probably late. He's coughing. He turns on his computer. He's reading that school and public events are closed. It's March 15th we see the date. Uh, Pringle FaceTimes him. Uh, Craig's coughing. He's like, is that Corona? And Craig's like, probably. Um, and Pringle's like, I don't know, man. I might go to San Diego for a couple weeks trying to figure this out. I don't know if let me on a flat you know uh we also see this is like little thing that i noticed but we see a tight shot of the craig's hand holding the phone with pringle and you see craig has like a big scab on his thumb and i'm just like
0: they keep like showing that band-aid is this this gonna come back later
2: craig's like a scabby guy you're just like craig's just like poking himself like it's just like craig man you gotta like like take care of yourself dude you know I know oh breaking news breaking Perfect. news da, 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 breaking news Jersey Shore Mike the situation Sorrentino and wife Lauren are expecting a baby yes
0: we we were all dying for that no, one no I
2: love see no I think this is good because she had a miscarriage so this is big and like I really do think the situation is one of the only reality show characters that has gotten like that actually had a, redempt, like, a redemption arc that like was believable like Jax totally had a fake redemption arc I believe in the situation you know
0: yeah, and he had to uh, go to jail.
2: So yeah, so he deserves a baby. I'm I'm actually yeah. I- insanely excited about that. Um, so uh, the uh, so this last scene, Leva goes to the restaurant. Uh, you know, she's can't afford to keep a hundred people on salary. She's going to have to close down these restaurants, um, and it's uh, you see this kind of you know uh, m- a bunch of scenes like Catherine calling Danny. Um, Catherine's been inside the house for days and Danny's like, well, meditate tonight, which I don't even know what that, which was means. so weird.
0: That scene like literally brought nothing to the table. Yeah.
2: So I was like, meditate. And then there's just shots of empty streets. Aust- Austin's watching a Trump press conference on CNN, which by the way, that took me back of being quarantined in your house and watching one of those Trump press conferences. we just, we're like a mess, you know? Uh, whether you like him or and not, there was, was like a mess, you know, night. and it was just like every oh. damn night he FaceTimes Madison. She's like, you OK? And she's like, are you going to get Hudson or leave him in your place? He, I think Austin's secretly hoping like that the dad gets Hudson so he can just like go oh, over there, for sure. you know, make love to her, you know. And um, <laughs> do you like when I say make love? No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> when I was listening to your you podcast with you go, about, no. I was thinking the same thing.
2: You Emily, you don't want to make love to people?
0: No, I hate that term.
2: <laughs> and by the way, what I want, if anybody's listening that's into Emily, if you ever do have the chance to sleep with Emily, right before you do it, go, I would like to make love to you.
0: I will not leave the room faster. I'd
2: say, once you have wiped your ass sweat, I want to make love to you.
0: <laughs> exactly. Get your shit together first, though.
2: So, uh, So Madison's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to get him. like, you're like, are you dumb? I'm going to get my son, you know? And I yeah, like,
0: it's my kid. <laughs> and
2: Austin says, at least we can drink alcohol, which is not what you want to say to a sit, like a mother, you know, Yeah, it's like, like and
0: also Hudson's like five. Yeah. At least we can drink <laughs> like, are alcohol. You, you want to feed Hudson? Alcohol? And he goes,
2: I'm living off tuna packets and ramen, you know? And I'm just like, Jesus dude, like realize you're talking to a lady that you're with. Like, don't make yourself sound like the biggest idiot of all times. Um, so the last thing, uh we see a scene where uh, Shep FaceTimes, Craig Shep went to Hilton head bunks with his folks and uh, he wanted to invite his girlfriend. But she's like, uh, he's like, are you sure you haven't been exposed to it? And she's like, I'm not sure. And Craig's like, guess I can't have a party this weekend. <laughs> And Craig, I know he was
0: so sad about the party. And
2: Craig goes, "I guess this is a thing now." And he gets up and he walks past a beer pong tournament on his table. He walks up and it's a full it was beer so, pong, like, pong.
0: Ominous it. of like, how do we think it's still there?
2: Oh, that thing's never coming down. That thing is like it just always, and it's probably the same beer pong cups he uses without washing them. You know. Oh. <laughs> um. And then I we know, see he's
0: probably out there playing, playing by himself now.
2: And then we see clips, I think, for the rest of the season. And, like, there's literally a clip of Madison yelling at Austin going, like, are you guys fucking idiots? You're going out every night.
0: Which doesn't shock me. My DVR cut off the preview.
2: Well, so, it, I mean, it was real quick, but it was basically that. And, like, you had Shep going, yeah, Austin and uh, Craig have been uh, quarantining together. And you just see them being stupid on, like, Instagram Live. And, uh, which
0: I'm sad. I never watched any,
2: Oh, they did a lot of lives, I believe. Um, but yeah, like I just feel like that poor dealer that had to keep dropping stuff off to their place during the quarantine, you know?
0: Yeah, I know. Talk about a business person though.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, we're, we're going to, don't worry. We're going to stay in business for you guys. So, uh, so that was this episode. Um, Emily, I kept you way too long, but this was just so easy to talk to you and you're so great. How do we find you on Instagram or social medias? It's at Emily B. Clayton, is that right?
0: Yep, everywhere.
2: Okay, so uh, anything else to promote? Any Anything else that we need to know? I don't think so. Sweet. I think
0: that's it for me.
2: Okay, did you have a good time?
0: I had a great time.
2: Is your butt currently sweating? Um, no. Happy Thanksgiving! <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Batches.